0: Is there a war on drugs? What would happen if we made all drugs legal? Can You Tell Me Why is a podcast series by the University of Wollongong that finds surprising answers to difficult questions. We tap into the bright minds of UOW experts and take a hard look at the big issues around drugs, crime, robots, immortality and much more. All eight episodes of Series 1 are available now. Can You Tell Me Why, a podcast by the University of Wollongong. Just checking that we're recording here. Uh, we've had a bit of technical snafu drama. A little snafu drama, Tom. Nothing too serious. Nothing we can't iron out. No, you're absolutely right. Nothing that is unfixable. A little closer today. Yeah, we are a little closer today for you guys that can't see us, which is everyone. We're closer, so that's nice. How are you, Tom? How's your weekend, mate? My weekend was alright. It was filled with work, and then I had one day of sort of of true freedom. How was Brisbane? Didn't actually get to go in the oh, end. Oh no! Weather, windy weather, delayed flights, couldn't get to Brisbane. Believe me, I wasn't going for a holiday. Never would. I was going for work. So it was a blessing in disguise, really. Except man, I didn't have to go there. Yeah, well, given given your last time, last experience, Tom, which was a little flat. Yeah, exactly. Well, I had I'd, I think it was like four four minutes after being in Brisbane, I was being offered drugs. Yeah, and yeah. I'm 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 you know that sort of man, Tom. I am opposed diametrically opposed. I don't know if that's a correct term, but I reckon we'll throw it out hey, there. Hey, hey. Diametrically opposed to drugs whilst yeah, in Brisbane. That's right. And I'll never do them. That's Brisbane. right. So you got a bit of freedom then? Got a bit of freedom. Actually, I went out Friday night. Rolled the arm over. Rolled the arm over. Yeah, got a couple into me. Sure, couldn't be too outrageous, too obnoxious, too devil may care because I had work on Saturday. You were pretty well. I got a late night late late night call from you, and you were a little. You were a little outrageous. I was. Look, I was, but I was responsible. I was reasonable. It was within reason. I would say. Yeah, the, you had that. That. Oh, I could have. I could have really t- tied one on. Yeah, it. You, but it sounded like you were midway through a little tie on. Well, I was sort of, but I also wasn't because I went home pretty soon after speaking to you. You just there was something about the way you were There was a glint in my eye. There was a and glint a in sound your voice. In my voice. There was a glint in your voice. Correct. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't tie one on, so get off my case. Congratulations, and... Tom. Would you like a medal? No, I wouldn't, mate. But you're accusing me of, of a glint in the eye yeah, and something all I'm saying is tied on. All I'm saying is when you called me, you had a glint in the voice. I had work the next day. I had okay. a long, long day. So you didn't sleep under the desk. Didn't sleep under the desk this time. Okay. could okay. couldn't do it. Mature. Very mature. Really mature. How was your weekend? Yeah, lovely. Got down to uh, with friend of the show Hamish fighting Street. Street Fighter Street, uh, which was lovely. Tom had some real barrow weather on the Saturday, which I quite like. It's a beautiful time of year down there. A little overcast, quite chilly, bit windy, little bit of drizzle. Uh, Lovely stuff. We L- got it. A little bit of drizzle's real nice. And for anyone that hasn't been to Hamish's house which Hazard is probably most of our listeners. It is beautiful. It's to, it's to die for. It's to die for. It's real nice. Uh, and you know that tree as you come in the driveway, it, f- it was flowering. Oh, it was blossoming. Well it's, it was, it's spring. It's springtime, but it only it only flowers for a couple of weeks a year. That's a apparently. lovely tree, that one. So we got it right at the just at the gorgeous time of year. Uh we got to watch the bloody the barrel one mile classic so that was a bit of a thrill. The one mile classic in Bower, you got to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very rare event that race. Uh Ken uh, hats off to Ken Russell who took out the uh the seniors division. Ken could move Tom. Well you did just take my V B. That was gonna be my V B was Ken Russell. <laughs> I heard about him. Ken can move Tom ran a pretty sharp five oh five for the mile. Now what is senior? Uh, I believe it was like 45 and over. That's senior? Yeah. I mean that's a little unfair. 45 think, and over. I think from memory I heard them say that on the uh on the old the microphone, the speakers. Yeah, the speaker. Yeah. The seniors event is now going on for the barrel tulip time 1 mile race. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations to Ken Walker, was it? Uh Ken yeah. Russell? Ken Russell. It was uh, when there was a there was a little fat kid as well at the back of the back of the pack. He was he was dead last by some by some distance as well, and we we labelled him Tom. Oh well, I mean that's nice. That's <laughs> nice. I could see a lot of I can see a lot of myself in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, it was splitting, image. Spitting, spitting image. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably a little fitter than I am. Got though. clapped over the line. Ah, uh, see, I was, you oh, oh, you know, standing o standing ovation. So look, it was good to get down to Barrel Tom. Uh great to get down to the Southern Highlands and to see the to the Barrel One Mile Classic. Um, that's the reason you went, I'm well, assuming. Well, mate. Who, well, why would I miss it, Tom? Why else would you be down I there? go every year if as you know. there's a known? One Mile Classic on. I go every year as you know. I'm a big supporter of, of small town fun runs, Tom. Yeah. Same. I think they've got a lot to say. Well, we are as a, a podcast. Yeah, we're supportive of, of, of the small town fun run. And why wouldn't you be? They are literally action packed. They're the lifeblood of, of the, the lifeblood of Australian of, sport, Tom. Of Australian fun runs. They certainly are. The that. beating heart of, of Australia's sporting culture. Yeah, is the fun run. The fun run. The local fun run. You're correct. You know what I mean? You get cafes behind it. It's a real community vibe. It's a community a vibe, right? Tom. They shut they shut down the streets. They shut down the whole yeah, street. The street. You're talking about Bong Bong Street and Bell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was shut. They Tom. shut him down. It was shut. There were speakers lined up. People wow. were out and about. People were selling flowers and all Baked kinds of goods. knickknacks. There was a bloke there dressed as a pirate. He would have been 50 dressed wow. as a pirate. I don't know why. For what? the kids, but For mate. the kids. It's a community vibe. <laughs> People making bloody uh, balloon animals. Face painting, I'm Face assuming. Face painting was going on. I'd be bloody surprised if there wasn't a jumping castle well, somewhere within the town. Didn't see one, Tom, but I think it's safe to assume there was one you there. And if there wasn't one, there needs to be a damn answer, and there needs to be a damn answer quickly. So we've... Uh... Finished our second week of rugby league finals. We've got four left. Final four. I think they've been coined, Tom. Yeah, the final four. I yeah. Yep, that's and a, a good coining. It makes sense. Hey. There's only four of them left and it is the final. I'm surprised no one's ever come up with that before, quite frankly. It's genius. Uh, let's talk cows. Let's talk that, let's that, talk cows. let's talk that little team that could. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk some cows. The, they they uh, are they're almost like the Jeff Horn of the NRL right now. Yes, they are the Jeff Horn. Michael no Morgan's in... very, Jeff very Jeff Horn. Very Jeff Horn. Fantastic. Hey, great. Winning. Very, very good. World He's a winner. Class. World He's a class, winner, Eddie. He's a winner. Yeah, but just no one saw it coming. No, and no one really knows a whole lot about him. No. Pretty reserved sort of character. Yeah, he's he keeps his cards doesn't, close to chest. Doesn't strike me as a man with with a bad bone in his body, Tom. Now, real genuine bloke, a real a, a real soul of the earth dude. Just a nice guy. A real Queenslander. Nice kid, Queensland kid. Yeah, but but almost. But his ducks in a row, Tom. Yeah, he does. He's sort of you know, he's a young fella as well, Eddie. You know, he's a lot younger than you or I. Yes, uh, but he's playing for his nation, playing for his state, and he's driving uh, a Jeff Hornesque team through the finals and. Could very easily beat the Roosters next Friday. 100%. They're looking well-oiled. They're looking real good. And now, he's just gone to another planet entirely in yeah. in lieu of the great JT. JT. My Matt God. Scott. But uh, i tell you what. The Eels there with the textbook finals bed shit. Um, well, it was a bed shit time. But I will say this, and it's very easy in hindsight, although I did, whilst it was not recorded, uh, say to someone last week mm. that... I didn't actually expect a whole lot out of Parramatta. They've been good this year, Eddie. They've been good, right? Don't get me wrong. They've been good. They've had some nice wins. had some nice wins. But who is their big game player? It, when the game is on the line and you and you need to give the ball to someone, you're like, this motherfucker has delivered before yeah. and will deliver again. Clutch. And deliver for me now. Clutch. Go. Who are we giving the ball to? Exactly. Corey Norman? Yeah, well, that's, I was about to say that's, Corey Norman. That's who you but say, he's, isn't it? But, he's, but he's not. He's, when's he done it before? He He's, hasn't. Doesn't, doesn't appear to be clutched, Tom. He can do good things in games, yeah. for sure. So can Mitchell Moses. But when have any, either of them done something, when games online, give this man the ball, make something happen? Yeah. Never. Yeah, exactly. And, and until and they it, start doing that. And it's telling, Tom. Until they start doing that, the Eels are going to struggle. Because if you want to win a ring, Parramatta, if you want to go, if you want to reach the promised land, you know, right 30, whatever, five years of wrongs, or however long it's been. Yeah. You, then you need to get some big game players, and I'll give you an example, Parramatta fans. Now, whilst this was for me personally, and for Eddie, and for Manly fans everywhere, a truly heartbreaking moment. Ninety-seven grand final. You got a young halfback playing for Newcastle. He's a young Cessnock boy by the name of Andrew Joey Johns. May have heard of him since. I hope you have. Now, he was a young pup, but he hadn't yeah. been around for very long. Probably He probably played less games than Corey Norman at this stage, and he's playing in a grand final. Big dance. Saying, yeah, the, big the, dance. The big, Eddie. the big dance. The big dance. Yeah. Now, games on the line, and your number one playmaker in Andrew Joey Johns scoots from dummy half, goes blind. Dummies, back inside to Darren Albert. They score and win on the buzzer. Greatest Ray Warren commentary of all time, in my opinion. Goes blind, Tom. He goes blind, Eddie. Ninety-seven. Grand final. Tackle five. Tackle five. Last play of the match. Goes blind. Goes blind. Marinating that for a second, punters. Did tripless. I say last play of the season? Because it was. it was. Absolutely it was. But The last but also, play of but 1997. Also, but also, show me someone. Show me footage of a man. I think it was you know 20 all or thereabouts. May have been 18 all. Uh, with about 30 seconds, maybe even 15 seconds on the clock. Tackle five, right? Not going for the job goal, goes blind. Tom. He, he goes blind, Eddie. Now that's that's a guy with nuts, with big old balls. Big old cojones yeah. Tom. And that's a young playmaker who, when the game's on the line, wants the ball and makes it happen. Parramatta does not have that. They've he's got a, some he's players young, that are all right. Young clutch half. Tom. He's a young clutch half. And he went on to be a great clutch half. In yeah, fact, well, the greatest of all time. An immortal clutch an half. An immortal clutch half. The greatest of all time. Yes, I'm aware. I know you're aware. I'm just making sure that it's acutely clear, yeah. unavoidably clear for yeah. the listener. Yeah. Who for may, the punter and the dribbler, for Tom. the punter and the dribbler who may align themselves with the Parramatta side, which, you know, that's their own problem. Oh, God help us union. Yeah. Ugh. 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 We'll get to that. <laughs> um, um, but just back to the cows quickly, yes, if I can, Tom. Uh, you can. If, if the cows are to make the big dance off the back of only been uh, handed an invite to the to September football off the back of a DMC bedsheet, yeah, of which we've grown accustomed. Yes, so not terribly surprising, but still, you mean the DMC bedsheet or the D- No, DMC bedsheets. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, we've yeah, yeah. we've grown accustomed to yes. them, so not terribly surprising. They snuck in there late, but but be that as it may, they were handed an entry. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, Th- few things had to go their way late you yes. season. Now, if they are to beat the Roosters this weekend, the Chooks, who... Latte Sip and Bondi boys. Who, since 2013, have struggled yes. in September. Yep. Uh, there has been one, two, three, four, five, six teams to make the big dance outside of the top four. Since what year? Since since 99. Okay. So, since the NRL's been... Can I been, try and have a crack at yeah, it? Yeah, since least... the NRL's been a competition. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's been... Had a nice hut. There's been six. Do you want to have a crack? Outside the top four? Yep. I can give you one for certain. Okay. That's Parramatta in 2009. Or 2009, yeah? Yep, 2009 from 8th, Tom. From 8th? Yep. That was a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go, and I'm just having a stab here. Yeah, ready, mate, you, just, you know what I mean? I just hey, want to get involved in Tom, it. So this involved. is to make it to the big dance since 1999. Correct. Uh, I'll say the Warriors in 2002. Uh, the Warriors in 2011. Oh, 2011. Six. Lost to Mantown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my fault there. That's okay. Um, That's okay. Now yeah, you got to think about. Uh, so what are we? Bulldogs in 2014. Yes. Yes. From seventh. There you lost go. Lost to South Sydney. And. I don't know. I'm done. Read them out. So St George in '99, they finished th- sixth, lost to Melbourne. North Queensland in 2005 finished fifth, lost to West Tigers. Oh. 2009 Parramatta, as we've touched on, they lost to Melbourne. Sydney Roosters in 2010 sixth, lost to St George. 2011 the Warriors sixth, lost to Manly. In 2014 Canterbury seventh, lost to South Sydney. Now there's a trend there. If you make it from <laughs> outside, you ain't <laughs> you, winning. You ain't winning. And you know what? Let's say they do. I think the reality here is, though, is it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, you are losing to Melbourne in the grand final. I think that's what we're getting at, Tom. Yeah. I think that's what we're getting at. Unless you are Melbourne, you will lose to Melbourne in the grand final. It'll be very interesting this weekend, Tom, to see what what sort of clinic Melbourne put on this weekend against, against Brisbane. Because I feel like they're going to want to try and – just sort of make it a make a point well, make a point but also find some form Yeah, you know what i mean and form's not form's not the right word but but get a real hum on going yeah. into the to the grand final. It, to, into the first weekend on october yeah get a grand final hum get on get a grand final hum on maybe a, maybe a ring hum on yeah yeah, you know? yeah. grand yeah. final win hum yeah. on um Corey Oates' knockout was pretty savage did you see that he ran into Milford's shoulder and just got... Yes, knocked. yes. The fuck. Yes. And actually, you know what my moment of the weekend was in rugby league, which I'm sure it was everyone's, but fucking that semi-rad-rad try. Oh. It was so sick. I was at the game. I he's right a big loss. The, yeah, he is. The loss to the game. I don't give a shit about Parramatta. He's a loss to no, rugby no, league. No, he's no. He's a loss to rugby league. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think he's going to stay ever in, in rugby union well, for I'd too like long to in Europe. Well, I'd like to think that he'd come back, mate. Well, man. he's a long way from his, from his family, from his... Support network, Tom from Fiji. Yeah, I get you. You know what I mean. Playing a foreign game in a foreign land with a foreign people. Well, look, I just hope that he comes back because at the moment he's the best winger in the competition. How many years has he signed for? Do we know? Uh, one or two, but I mean, too long. Turnover players like it's going out of fashion, yeah, you're so right. you're there's right. no big dramas of him getting out of a contract. He'll be able to weasel his way out of a contract, Tom. Oh yeah, he'll do some weaseling. Who are you going for this weekend? Uh, I think the Cowboys and the Storm. Yeah, I'm on the Cows. Can't have the Chooks winning. No. Can't have the Chooks winning, Tom. Nope. Uh, can't have Brisbane winning either. Nope, not, no. not a big fan of Brisbane. No. Look, to be honest, I prefer. The- I want the Cows to win out of all of the teams. Of I life. want the Cows to win the comp. There, I've yep. said it. Said it. Said it. Said it. Now Melbourne. you know it. Fuck, Fuck them Brisbane. all. Fuck <laughs> everyone. Tom, I don't know about you, but at around, ah, uh, let's say... Yeah, by six o'clock on Saturday night, I was starting to feel a lot better about the Wallabies, off the back of the Springboks being down like thirty nil at halftime. Yeah, maybe thirty-five mm-hmm. nil. Just put the whole thing into perspective a little bit for me, because yeah. I was sort of, and I think the nation largely was a little worried about where the Wallabies were in in the na- globally in, in, in the global setup. Yeah, it but looked- now, but now it's acutely aware that as New Zealand just gets exponentially better, the globe and world rugby seems seems to detract. Yeah, deteriorate, cease to exist, cease to be relevant. Uh, You're absolutely right, Eddie. When I saw that score, I did have a little bit of a smile to myself going, well, at least we're not worse than South Africa. And we should have won in Dunedin. Well, yeah, we should have won in Dunedin, but... As we I said, know we didn't. But but as we said, but we there, didn't get beaten fifty-seven nil. No, of course we didn't get beaten fifty-seven nil, Eddie. But we almost got beat. That week before that, they were shitting on us forty-nil at half time, weren't they? Something absolutely fucked. Yeah, yeah. It was disgusting. And before, yeah, we came back. Like they they semi put the cue on the rack. We semi just grew a pair of balls and tried to. We semi... didn't give up, Tom. No, we didn't. Which the is, South Africans Which is what gave you can't hard. say to the South Africans. No, but they are a nation of quitters. I think that's fair to say, isn't it? Well, when the going gets tough, yeah. When the going gets tough, they're like trying destruct- to win like trying to win a World Cup semi. Exactly. You know what I mean? In but like, in cricket and in in, and in rugby yeah. When the going gets tough, they sort of roll over. The only way they won their World Cup was they've won two, two. maybe, well, but they, the most well, recent. Well, well ninety five they won, but that was on the back of uniting the nation after but you know, the the after. troubles of apartheid. Yes. And I think that's probably a, a, um You chalked that one up to... An anomaly. Yes, an anomaly. Well, or or understandable because the nation has finally ended years of racism. exactly. Separation. Correct. The the second one more an anomaly because they just kicked penalty goals. And they were beating who? No one. New no Zealand one. was gone. Went in the quarters. Australia went in the quarters. So they were playing fucking England with a with a with a second rate Johnny Wilkinson because right. he, he was He was. was so far off the boil by this time. Yes, Tom. but at this stage, Johnny, if you don't remember, was off the boil. I mean, he was off the boil, Tom. Uh, and he'd, that's why he'd been on the boil. He'd been on, well. Two thousand and three. He'd been brought to the boil. He'd been brought to a nice little boil, like a nice little Billy over a hot fire. That's right, but. But the water had long since evaporated. It had long it. cooled, Eddie. The water had long since cooled. The fire was out <laughs> yes. and the billy was sitting beside uh, it. Yeah. But, uh, but, so, look, you know, yes. South Africa's 2007 World Cup win should, quite frankly, be stricken from the record. It should be stricken from the record, Tom. Never competed. The whole tournament, Eddie. Yes. But, competed against no one. Won yeah. by default. Yeah, exactly. And look, whilst, yeah, we are. Uh, and topic. Uh, and um, am I going to go and change that on Wikipedia? Am I going to go and change that and put a little asterisk next to it saying one by default? And can you screenshot it and we'll gram it? But yes, Eddie, I will agree with you that when it was 57-0, mate, I watched the highlights. Mm. New Zealand are so fucking good at rugby union. Delicious. And they literally, we say this every time, but Jesus Christ, they are good. Some of the tries they scored, they've got this winger right now who's like 21, Rico Iwani, who is so... Fucking good. So hot right now. He's so hot right now, dude. You talk about rugby union studs, like stud rugby union players. Yeah, it's Rico. Yuani. Stud. studs. And I mean, you could say a uh, Bowden Barrett. You well, could say fucking uh, the whole uh, oh, team. Oh, but look, I'm talking look, sexy, yeah, yeah sexy yeah. rugby union. Yeah, 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 like someone you'd want to sit on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Yes. You want to sit on Rico, you, <laughs> you want honey, to every sit day the week.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. the kind of stud
0: I'm talking That's about. That's the sort of stud you want. You That's know what I mean? Between your thighs. <laughs> Little Rico between your thighs, Tom. <laughs> Yes, every bit of an alpha, every Tom. bit of an alpha, and every bit of an alpha I want inside me, mate. Well, he's a prize stud. You'd be mad not to, quite frankly. I want him to sire my kids, Eddie. <laughs> you kidding me? He's a stallion. He's Tom. He's a stallion. Scored a couple of real gun tries. Though, oh just, yeah. Just well, outside of fucking well, him. all, all of their eight tries were well, most of them were were pretty red hot. Only kicked one penalty. They just want to love to play running. They rugby. just love to play running. We don't. They? There was one that was scored as well where. There was a break mate. I'm pretty sure it was uh, our old mate Rico. Mm. Uh, makes a break down the wing. Rico. Rico. Rico, down the wing. Rico. 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 Uh-huh. <sighs> oh, he was. Oh, <laughs> so Rico. Rico's. Rico's made a a break down the wing. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) thrown a ball inside to the hooker, no less. The hooker's keeping up with Rico. That's our good news on it. The hooker's keeping up with Rico. The hooker's keeping up with a prize stud. With a prize stud. Prize stallion. Rico's all dick, mind you. You know what I mean? He's all dick. It's like (laughs) carrying an anchor. You know what I mean? Imagine pulling that thing hell, up, the field. Mate, Fucking it's, hell! It'd be like trying to pull an F uh, jumbo jets with your teeth. You know those weirdos in, in Guinness Book of that? Records. Yeah, you know, what I mean? with nothing better to pulling a hundred ton with their teeth or with their pinky or something bizarre. That's, that's essentially Maybe what it's their like. Scrotum. Yeah, that's what it's like that's for what Rico. It's like for Rico, every time he touches the footy, and and the fact that he's made it as far as he is. The has. fact that he's the, the quickest in world rugby with a Boeing seven four seven strap <laughs> betwixt his thighs, Eddie. It's quite. Exciting. It speaks to the value of the man as a rugby union player. Uh, so he's made a break. He's passed it into, I think, maybe their hookup, maybe their centre. Mm. But but in this play, it's gone Rico, someone from the All Blacks, to their hooker, who's kept up with the play, mm. who then has got it to their second rower, Brodie Retallick, who has also kept up with the play. And you're like... This is why you're so good because every single one of your fucking players follows the play. It's never dead. They're still there. <laughs> They're all so weirdly athletic as well. Like Brodie Retallick is pretty goddamn quick. He's very goddamn quick for a big like boy. Four hundred centimeters. He's I think. a big, big boy with a big fucking head. Tom. Big head. Huge head. Also top. very gangly. Jesus, imagine those bloody change rooms. Imagine the showers. God. Dicks on the lot of them. Oh God, save us. <laughs> It'd be extraordinary actually we're not done yet cuz the wallabies did also play. <laughs> yeah, they won. They won. They but won. it was against Argentina and they were losing at some point. So I mean, do we maybe just brush them? Yeah. Well, look, congratulations to the Wallabies. Good to see you get a win on the board in yeah. this rugby championship campaign against Argentina. Uh you know, it you started pretty poorly but you whipped yourselves into shape down there at a at a, at a mediocre crowd in a what looked like a mediocre part of the world, which is Australian uh, we, Capital Territory, uh, was it Cambria, not? but look cold, Tom. Real cold. Look cold. Real uninteresting. Just looked a little dour, yeah. but congrats to the to the Wallabies. There was a, there was some things there that that looked quite nice. Flag got it a couple of tries. We'll talk about him later. Um, and who else did? I don't know. Phipps got one. Genia got one. Good on you. You won against Argentina. I'm not stoked because it's Argentina. I'm just that's the bare minimum you had to do. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. It was win. You get a you get a pass. You mark. get a pass, Mark. What I will not stand for, Eddie. And we also put this up on our little uh, hello underscore sport underscore Instagram. No, it's hello underscore sport underscore podcast. No, it's not. Have we changed it? Um, It's just always been hello underscore sport underscore. Oh, is it? Yeah, but that's all right. Look, that's not important right now. (laughs) What I did put up there was a picture of, uh, well, a a screenshot of a Fox Sports article, rugby article. Clickbait, Tom. Uh, Clickbait for days, but also like, uh, I mean, look, clickbait's probably the best way, but it's also, it's a, I think it almost typifies the problem with rugby right now, and it's just this false, uh, this false confidence, hubris beyond uh, what is reasonable for a nation mm. that is no good at rugby union. Yeah, and it's Rod beyond Kafer, reasonable expectations. Beyond reasonable expectations. Sane expectations. Sane. Now, Rod Kafer of Kick Chase fame, Kick <laughs> Chase, the uh, fantastic Fox Sports rugby union show. Yeah, Kick Chase. I don't know what time it's on. Uh, Caves come out, Eddie. Yeah. Now he's acknowledged that New Zealand's in wonderful form. That's good of him because I mean, how could you deny it? They're undeniable. Well, he's—I mean—he's got his finger on the pulse. He's got his finger on the pulse as a rugby analyst. Of course, he realizes, as a rugby analyst, that the All Blacks are. Well, in a, you'd are want in to hope car. he does, Tom. Otherwise, otherwise, what's he doing? Punters and dribblers, as always, we are brought to you by the primo betting platform of this great nation of ours, and that's Ned's. Big fans of Ned's, we love Ned's. They are, have been huge supporters of us, huge supporters of everything we do over here, and we love them. Now. Eddie, if you're a punter or a dribbler and you want to engage with the community on Neds, how are you doing it? It's very, very simple. Either you can follow Tom and I, it's even toddler if you're a loser, you can follow our profiles in the Neds profile section, but I think a greater use of your time is to join the About Even group, under groups. Now, the code to get in is dribbler. If it's not dribbler, it's dribblers. Leaguewoodhealth.com.au. What's he doing on, he doing on kick otherwise, chase? Otherwise, his job's <laughs> untenable. Otherwise, time. he better get off kick chase. Because I go to that show for rugby union knowledge and some and some lols. And if I'm not getting <laughs> rugby union knowledge and I'm only getting the lols from Stephen Hoyles, I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah, I mean, because he's bringing buckets of lols. He's bringing buckets of lols, so Hoyles. If, here. If, if Hoyles is bringing the buckets of lols, you better K, be... you better be bringing the knowledge. Yeah. And I think he has here because... He's also pointed out that he really does think that the uh, Wallabies can beat the All Blacks in a couple of weeks' time, in Brisbane next month, actually. Uh, and basing his opinion on what exactly? Well, I think it would be our Feel. recent form against Feel. the Jaguares. Oh, the Jaguaris. Jaguaris. The Hagues. The Hagues. You know what I mean? because like, we exactly. beat we beat like a third world nation in rugby terms. Yeah. Rugby third world nation. Yeah. Haguares. Hagues. Yeah. Whose national sport is not rugby union? It's polo. It's polo and football. So, soccer. so a nation bred on polo and football. Mm. Horses, ponies, Tom. Ponies and football. And mm. we're talking round ball stuff, not not your bloody... Soccer for the punter and the dribbler. For you uncultured fucks. Yeah. And I think I think Kaif, in his esteemed rugby knowledge, he did play 10 tests for the Wallabies, uh, he seems to think that we're a bloody... We're a pretty good chance of knocking off the All Blacks. Now, I mean, they did just beat... South Africa, as we mentioned, fifty-seven nil. Um, they <laughs> also beat us like fucking to death in the first game, and then managed to come back from what in any other game would have been an unassailable lead. <laughs> but against any, but it's New Zealand and yeah. they're playing Australia. Like, so yeah. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what he's basing that on. But I know that Kaf wouldn't just be saying shit. Well, he'd want to hope he's not, Tom. He's not just baiting the the the, the rugby union public, is he? He's not just saying things to get our hopes up. So we watched the game on Fox Sports. Well, You'd want to hope not, Tom. Because, I mean, he's surely... Because it's sacrilegious. Y- you wouldn't lie about that just to get us to watch you the not You don't lead the punter and the dribbler on like, that. like and, that. And and when you're in a position of influence, Tom, i.e. from kick and chase fame, a real position of influence yeah. in Australian rugby circles, Tom... I'd go so far as to say the Premier Rugby Union program uh, of all time. Of all time is fair. Certainly since the return of the millennium. Certainly. Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> so with that in mind, Tom... Just, For him to to be actively misleading the punter and the dribbler, to draw eyeballs to a Fox Sports uh, coverage coverage would it'd it be irresponsible? It's irresponsible, and, and and not the cave I know, <laughs> not the cave I want, <laughs> no. not, not not the cave we need. No, exactly. In these dark it's times, It's not the cave we need. <laughs> not in these nor dark times. We time. deserve. We need a more responsible cave, and I just hope that he is being responsible. I hope this is this is merely a glitch. <laughs> in the cave matrix and that actually <laughs> <laughs> And that he actually believes. Yeah. Does he just believe? He actually believes. But he does. Like, Connor kind of believed he'd beat Floyd. Is it that? Is he? Is he taking a bit of a kind of is a it, un, is, I mean, have Is Are we? Are we looking at this all wrong? Is it just unbridled belief, belief in the jersey, Tom? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, in the we're, nation. <laughs> maybe we're lacking a little bit of belief in the jersey. <laughs> no, I don't know why that would be. I don't know. What, I don't know what fucking half of a decade and a half of pain and sorrow will do to a man. But I think maybe we're lacking a bit of belief in the jersey. <laughs> I think Kaif has taken a timely reminder to us that in the face of overwhelming adversity, just... Why can't we live forever? Would you really want to? Can You Tell Me Why? is a podcast series by the University of Wollongong that finds surprising answers to difficult questions. We tap into the bright minds of UOW experts and take a hard look at the big issues around drugs, crime, robots, immortality and much more. All eight episodes of Series 1 are available now. Can You Tell Me Why? A podcast by the University of Wollongong. At Liberty Financial, we're free-thinking. Not in a walk-around-the-house-naked-with-all-the-blinds-open kind of way. We're financial free-thinkers. You've heard of debt consolidation, right? Well, at Liberty, we don't just consolidate, we liberate. From the pressure of multiple credit cards, car loans, home loans, personal loans, tax debt, you name it. We'll look at your situation and come up with a plan to get you back on track. We call it Loan Liberation. Call 13 or visit liberty.com.au. Liberty, free-thinking loans to help you get financial. Lending criteria apply. <laughs> now, Eddie, uh, did you manage to get a glimpse of the uh, Golovkin-Canelo fight? The, su- the super bout, Tom. The biggest fight in boxing this year outside of, obviously, McGregor-Mayweather. Well, and the best fight this year. Yes. It the was, best fight this it year. It was epic. Uh, yeah, we bought it. We bought it. We got on the blower early Sunday morning street night. Yep. Put in an order. Yep. 40 bucks. Yep. Piece of peace. affordable, that. Thanks for coming. At a very affordable $40. Um, we had to... Uh, I, I was sort of on like, you know, McGregor Mayweather time, which was probably 3 o'clock maybe that fight started. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I checked my phone at around 11.30, 11.45, Tom. We were out for breakfast. Got the fright of my life, the scare of my life, oh. when I realized that they were already one fight through the main card and that there was only three, two fights until the big one. So we quickly... Canceled breakfast, did canceled you Canceled breakfast? Yeah, yeah, breakfast the, was cancelled. You were with the girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah breakfast was cancelled. And how'd they handle that? Well, there was. It's, there's no debate, Tom. No, there's no debate, but how did they handle that? Was there a little bit of a with, like... With, with grace, I would say. With grace and poise? Yeah, with grace and poise. I was shocked. Did you have to uh, sweeten the deal in any way? Did you promise anything? Do you going to make up for it? No, no. Nothing? Actually, well, you look, just straight up said I no? Think, I think, well, we didn't say anything. I think they just realised how much it meant to straighten I. Yes. Uh, so we rushed home. They did a little shopping. Oh, you and then, left him in town. Yep. You guys took one car; they took the other. That's correct. Uh, so we did. We we rushed back. Uh, had a few beers, and when they'd finished shopping, they came back and cooked us breakfast. So it actually worked out oh, very well. Oh, well, that's good. So yeah. that worked out very well for you. So to the fight, Tom. It was one hell of a blue, wasn't it? A nice blue, a nice stink. It was just. Um. It was. It. It really sort of galvanized how much, how good boxing can be when it's when it's, between, done right. when it's done right Fought between two motherfuckers that want to throw yeah they're also strong but very good. in their prime like very good boxers very good you know what i mean the two the, probably that will the probably the third second and third biggest draw in boxing probably currently current fighters maybe anthony joshua number 1 Maybe Anthony Joshua number maybe, one, maybe, but Alvarez maybe won himself. You know what I mean? They're in the top three, Tom. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. So when there's with two bucks in their prime going head to head and heavy hitters, and but but not afraid to throw. Tom, did you see? Obviously, you did because you watched the fight. But when Alvarez hit. Fucking Golovkin With With his knockout punch With the huge right With the huge overhand right Like "Uh, Here we go This is my knockout punch Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And he literally just ate it And kept walking forward You're like Oh fuck Yeah This guy This guy's a motherfucker He's a Terminator Yeah 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 Mate Alvarez landed some Some fucking heavy shots Yeah A couple of real Real nasty uppercuts in there as well in the he first couple of rounds. And, and the walked. sound was so, the sound was just so audibly like, Jesus Christ, these are some thumping punches. Alvarez wore his, his fair share of punches himself, For though. For sure he did. Fucking don't worry about that. No. Like, Golovkin, nasty job. Oh, Golovkin's a badass. He's a bad motherfucker. I tell you what, though. And whilst we, the the big controversy out of the fight is that judge uh, absolutely Adelaide, band, Adelaide, Adelaide, Bird. Yeah, Bird. Burn, burn. Burn. I don't know, but. Having just clearly no idea what's what was going she doing in thinking that 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 Alvarez won uh, all but two rounds, I think is basically how she scored that yeah. fight. No, she did, which is ridiculous. Now I must uh, preface my uh, comments uh, with the reality and the knowledge to the punter and the dribbler that I'm no pugilist. I don't know the rules of boxing to the point of like how scoring. You yeah. know, I couldn't sit there and score a fight. Yeah, any. like like what like how how who what's the what's, scoring shot how, like you know what's more important you know what i mean ring, ring control, control or, or, or punches, punches landed thrown, thrown surely punches uh, landed is number 1 i don't know you would assume so not punches thrown punches landed yeah yeah exactly um, but then what's more important punches thrown but not necessarily landed ring control no, ring control i would imagine i would imagine but look again don't know but As any person can do, you can stand there and just watch a fight with a human eye and go, Well, I'm just watching two people punch each other. Just use your eyes. If I can just boil it down to a very simple science for for the punter and the dribbler, who most of us like to watch people fight each other, but we don't, you know, we're not going to get that involved in it where I'm going to start. Fucking scoring fights, <laughs> but I'm just gonna watch two people fight each other yeah, and enjoy yeah. it and be like, oh, uh. yeah, without ha- without getting lessons. Yes, in, into the to the nuances to the nuance of scoring. scoring. Exactly. Yes. I don't need to. I don't need to tell you. Oh, that his jabs not looking too good. Yeah. I thought Canelo won. I thought it was incredibly close. I didn't think it was like a, whole oh, fuck. And that's why when they said draw, I was like, well, yeah, okay, a draw. Like, scat, I wanted a decision, but I thought Canelo won it. I See, I thought Triple G won just because yeah. of his work later in the in the fight. Well, that's the thing. It was undoubtable that, it, like, Canelo came out hard and then Triple G uh, really, you know, started kicking on. Because, as, as, like, round one, the first couple of rounds are always a bit like, eh. Yeah, I know, but it was – but. The, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely because it's a feeling out process. But exactly. it just seemed like and Canelo the, and the, was And and they're the rounds Canelo it. was winning, yeah. you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. like Golovkin I thought got the better of of the of the of the money rounds, so to speak, like the big dick rounds. The big dick rounds. When you're in there, you know there, what I mean? The championship know. rounds as I I think they've been referred well, to. Well, the as. championship rounds I believe it here from 10, 10 11, to 12. 12. Yeah, yeah. But he won he won certainly won two of them. Yeah, at least won two of those. Yeah. And then probably basically give, probably give Canelo round 12. I look, would you, say I mean yeah maybe you know at the end of the day who the fuck are we exactly but anyway I tell you I will say this Tom I've got no dramas with it being a draw no, I've just got a drama with, with Adelaide 10, being 8. like well, have you I'm been sorry, paid have you been paid Adelaide yeah because it feels like you have smells like you have it smells like you've been paid I don't know what you look like but I'd, I'd, I'd honest a guess to say that you look a little little bit like a weasel yeah a little bit of that weasel vibe you've got, you're giving off of weasel vibe a mate of mine that I work with put uh, $50 on the draw one a thousand. Fuck off. Yeah. He showed me the bet today. What a peak. Yeah. What Strong, a peak. Right? Yeah. Was it just like, ah, oh, fuck it. No. Or, or was he, he goes, been yarning about mate, this he goes, all week? He goes, he goes, what's the best thing for boxing? A rematch. So he goes, fuck it. But- 50 on the draw. Because a rematch, you guaranteed a rematch in a draw. You're yeah. not guaranteed. If he, if, he, if one of them just can't get KO'd stiff, you're not necessarily going to rematch that bitch. But now we get another fight. We get another So I'm not I'm not mad at it at all. Uh, I don't give a shit. Are you going to be anti that? Fuck no. no. And now they've fought each other, you know what I mean? It's going to be, what's the tactic now? Yeah. What do you do? Brawl? More do you, brawling, hopefully. <laughs> more brawling, please, Tom. I'd like to see some more fucking brawling. That's all I want is a bit of brawling. Can I be honest and say I want more brawling? No, plenty of it? Yeah, plenty of brawling Oh, uh, is that a plan? That, we got that? Uh, we can we that in can get Oscar De La Hoya on the blower, please? Can we make this happen, end of November? Oscar De La Hoya uh, could quite... You know, he's like a cross-dresser. <laughs> is he? Yeah. So Oscar, a, for, for the punter and the dribbler, Oscar De La Hoya, one of the great... Uh, boxers. M- he's now a promoter. He promotes... Uh, Canelo, Canelo Alvarez, Alvarez. Golden Boy Promotions. That's right. Uh, yeah, he is. He uh, There's a photo of doing like that's online from back in the day, and it's him standing in full fishnet. Stocking out. Yeah, go find it now on your phone. Just do it while we're talking you here. You know we'll... what? It, look, the pair of the pair of hindsight's very it's a good it's a nice tool to use, but he's got that look. He does have it. Do a, you know what I mean? Now that I bring it up to yeah, you, you're yeah, like yeah, this yeah, guy yeah, could yeah, be a cross dressing yeah, yeah, freak. Yeah. He and looks it, a little he looks like he could swing that way. Yeah. Not that there's anything. There's wrong nothing with wrong that. with that, but he seems a little bit like Fetishy freak. Yeah, he seems a little prone to the fetish, Tom. Yeah, 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 Go, Just just look into it, Eddie. Oscar De La Hoya in I'm fishnets. Just, is that what I'm... Is Oscar that it? Oscar De La Hoya in fishnets, ladies and gentlemen. We're just waiting for Eddie to see it. Okay. I'm filming you looking for Oscar De La Hoya in fishnets. Fishnets, yeah. Okay. It's, I just want to see what your reaction is. So you didn't believe that Oscar De La Hoya... Oscar De La Hoya, it was me in the fishnet and high heel pictures. I still haven't seen them. No, maybe go to images if you're in Google, Eddie. I think that's important. Oh my God! Disgracious! <laughs> Ooh, yeah, dude, they're saucy. <laughs> Look at him; he's in full. You've only got half. you the waist down. Though. He's got his gloves on. Yeah, dude, I told you. If there was, Holy if fuck. there was ever any doubt about oh, the photo, he's a, he's a big. It's habitual. He's habitual. Yeah, he's a. Oh, he is habitual. Is he wearing a wig in that one Uh, you just showed me? Now he's got a a little skirt on. Okay, I didn't know. I only knew of the one photo, so now we're both surprised. No, yeah, and he's got a little crop top on for the the punter and the dribbler. Is he with a a girl or a guy He's with a girl who's actually got a nipple out. Okay, sure. She's quite attractive too. So we've got Oscar De La Hoya and a little crop top and and a little skirt with, with, I'm assuming, heels on and, and fishnet, white fishnet stockings. And then there's quite an attractive, I'm gonna say Mexican that he's hugging who's also got a nipple out. Okay. Okay, Oscar. Well and and, and Dana White actually bagged him out when, when Oscar came out and shit on the McGregor Mayweather fight. He was like uh he's like it's bad for boxing. He's like, uh, are you serious right now? Like we all know what you did, Oscar. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. It's like we're all like c we're all remembering this, right, Oscar? Like yeah, you yeah. you know what happened here. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's really fucked up boxing? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, cross dresser. Check it out on Google if you don't believe us, punters and dribblers. I can, I assume they're already doing it right now and they're looking uh, at the photos just, with us. Just Google Oscar De La Hoya in fishnets, yeah, and you'll see uh, more than I realized. More photos there's than a, I knew. There's existed. a bit on there, punters and dribblers. I think he was also a raucous booze hound. Maybe did some cocaine. I'm not sure about uh, that. Almost, all, almost all certainly, almost certainly. Uh, but but think of it as our gift to you, punners and drinkers. Yeah. maybe something that when you started listening to this podcast, you didn't think you would see today. Yeah, is, you, you, you never thought it. Never you never thought. Mind. You never even thought that Oscar Delahoyer and fishnets was a thing. But now you're looking at it and you're going, "Oh, okay, little different." It "Look, it's another string to the bow of the of the man." It's a it's another string to the bow, and you're also getting a little nip in there. Yeah, you This send, is a, a little cherry, a little on, cherry top. on top. As a it wasn't all for it wasn't all a waste. No, you got was, a little <laughs> nip. You in got there. a little nip in there. So you're welcome. Yeah, you, say thank you, players. Thank you, players. Punters. Please, Dribblers, very lucky there. We give you a little nip after showing you Mr. Delahoyer in fishies. Tom, we're just going to change tack quickly. Yep. I'm looking to hand out some Victoria Bitter. Ice colds. God's nectar, Tom. Angel piss. Mother's milk. Yep. Stuff of drink. Yes. Goes to a, to an Australian. This is how Aussie this Blake is. His nickname is Aussie Mark. Get the fuck out of here. That's his name. That's what, we, that's what he's referred to. Aussie Mark. Aussie Mark. Aussie Mark Leishman. We're not talking about the leash, are we? We're talking about the leash, Tom. We're talking about the leash. The boy from Warrnambool. Freaking a leash? The boy from Warnable, Tom. Warnable. The boy from Warnable. Warrnambool? Warnable? Warrnambool. Warnable. Bloke with a gut. Oh, that bloke. That bloke. The bitch. leash. Yeah, the leash. Looks every bit an Aussie Batler. Oh, yeah. Well, he's just battled his way to a to a big W there over the, at the in the FedEx Cup first week of the playoffs. Did he really? So there's four tournaments in the FedEx Cup, the, and this is week one. The BMW w Championship, uh, Leash just fucking blew him out of the water. Four or five shot lead, win rather. Twenty two under for the tournament. Uh, Did he cruise in? Was it? Yeah, it. He, from post to from pillar to post, from whatever. Pillar to saying. post, Aussie Mark, just from start to finish, all four rounds. It was just W after W for the big leash. Is he the Australian John Daly? Fuck yes he is. But not a, but more of it not just a train a, wreck? Not 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 as much of a pig. Yeah, right. Just a good Aussie bloke. Just a good Aussie bloke. Likes a pie and a schooner. Loves a pie and a schooner. Loves, surely loves a punt. Loves his rugby league. Loves his rugby league. Loves his nation. Loves his nation, Tom. Yeah, loves right. his nation. Would do anything for his nation. Literally do anything. Hasn't forgotten his way. Hasn't lost his way. Comes no. back every summer to play in Australia. Does he really? Loves his nation. Okay, one of those blokes. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. One you can sort of ban- a bankable star almost. Well, he's got a W. It's his second of the year. Won the Arnold Palmer Invitational, which is no fucking that, you, nothing. To so sneeze he's, at so he's having a good 2017. Well, he's got a little hum on Tom. He's got a little hum on. Made a lot of money re- overnight. How, how much did he win? Uh millions, millions. Yeah. So fuck. I'd love to see what Lee should spend on the. Spend his millions on. You reckon he's a caravan man? A caravan man? He's absolutely and he's a four wheel drive man. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 he yeah, goes yeah. out bush. He's got he's got all the gear, I would say. Mate, I don't think he I don't think he's driving around in sedans. Let me put no, it. No, 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 no. He's he's got a big Pajero kitted out or a big cruiser man. A cruiser, I'd say a cruiser Maybe he's a more, fucking huge. Yeah, huge. He's more of a cruiser man, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Maybe with like a custom sort of uh, Tra- trailer yeah. on yeah. the back. Yeah, yeah. A custom yeah. trailer for yeah. pulling shit. Yeah, he likes to pull shit. You get yeah. we get are we painting a picture of the leash for you here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Aussie what I mean? Mark? He takes on river crossings. Yeah, he's and when right, he gets he's in thing. Tra- yeah, that he's got a thing. snorkel. He goes underwater. He's a Course beast he of a man. Loves winching shit. Loves oh, to people. Mate, loves helping people out who might have gone awry on oh, the truck. You got a flat? Here we go. Let yeah, me help yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. Let me help you out. You pull over for strangers. Oh, you bogged, are you? Let me just drag oh, you. Out. Okay. I'll winch onto your tow bar uh, and drag this, you. You see out. this winch here? You see this winch here? Takes up to 30 ton. Top of the line. Top of the line. Best winch in the country. Best winch. Best winch you'll get, mate. Best winch you'll get. I know they'll say that bloody Winston winch is better, but... They're talking shit. They're talking shit. Who are you going to trust? Who are you going to trust? Some old codger or bloody Aussie Mark. Exactly. With a gut from hell. (laughs) From heaven. From heaven. With an adult-onset diabetes gut. (laughs) Who are you trusting? Like, let's be honest. Old Codger. Old Codger or adult diabetes? Uh, Or adult diabetes. Aussie Mark, please. So, to Aussie Mark, here's a case of Big Frosty Mother's Milk. Fuck yeah. We have a question, though. Oh, we got to... we've and and you know what? This this dribbler keeps on dribbling, keeps on providing dribbles. Well, he, that's well, that's King Dribbler. I, th- I feel like it's his duty to yeah, dribble. It is his duty to dribble, and he's been the most because he's the king of the dribblers. Is he? Our, is he? Our, is, he our, is he our number one fan? Would you say that? Was he our number well, one ticket holder? Well, that and the bloke from Dubai. That's true. Who still remains uh, uh, anonymous? Yeah, uh, on, uh, a, sort of. Frustratingly coy and evasive. Yeah, yeah almost, almost, He's almost mystical, in a sense. Yeah. So, actually, I'd say that he would be a number one fan. Dribbler, j- second, second, third, maybe fourth. I don't know. But he's, he's, he's in the conversation. You know, you're know, you at least in the top 12, Dribble. That's good to know. Now, uh, could you get his question out for the um, punters? I'll get the question out. So, Dribbler, you, for the long-term dribblers and the punters, you would remember that we used to ask people to ask... Uh, fan questions. Fan questions. So, we haven't had one for a while. Don't have that many fans. Maybe a reflection of the times. <laughs> But we have one tonight. We've got one. Evening dribblers. Hope you're both well. I'll keep it simple and vague to avoid punishment. Yeah. What is your all-time favourite sporting moment and why? Cheers, KD. Thank you for the question, KD. Now, Eddie, I don't know about you, right, but as a sporting fan, Mm. lifelong. Yeah. And a fan of many sports as well. Yeah. Just... Do you reckon you would find it hard as a sports fan to say, "Tell me what you enjoyed more: uh, Kathy Freeman running around winning that four hundred meter gold, or, uh, or Thorpe Thorby touching or, out Gary Hall Junior. on the way to probably yeah. the most famous swimming victory well, so look, of all time"? They're same sports, but but a good point. Or no maybe, I, or maybe Shane Keith getting his seven hundred at the MCG. Or maybe just just uh, just the Ashes five, like uh, uh, maybe Steve Waugh's late hundred. Steve was SCG. late under the Last Fading ball. Light. Fading Light. Well, maybe that was your favourite, Eddie. Or maybe Sundown. maybe Manley's 40-0 demolition of a cheating Melbourne Storm in 2008 and Steve uh, accented by Steve Menzies' Final try of his career. Maybe that was your favourite. Maybe you loved Mick Fanning's first World world Tour title. Or his Surfing. second or third. You know what I mean? Doing it for his brother who died in the car crash. Maybe you know when I He mean? punched the shark, Eddie. That was iconic. Super iconic. Maybe it was the maybe, Gatting ma- Ball. Maybe it was the Gatting Ball. Maybe it was the Gatting Ball. Warney's first ever Ashes nut. Maybe it was. Drifted and then just turned on right angles to just do Gatting. Gatting's still looking for it, Tom. Maybe it was Origin Highlights, Eddie. Uh, maybe make- it was maybe it was bloody Pups 300 at the SCG on his home wicket. Maybe it was Diva going over the line, Melbourne Cup third straight. Diva. Maybe it was Diva. What I'm trying to make a point of here, Eddie, is it shows the lack of sporting knowledge that this dribbler has <laughs> to think that I'm going to sit here and pick one no. favourite moment of all time. Can't be done. It can't be done, dribbler. Come on. Now, I like the question in the sense that we get to reminisce on some great times. Love the question for that. For that reason, thank you. Thank you very much. But you cannot ask a man, a man that loves his sport and his country, to come up with one singular moment. Can't be done. Can't be done. Bradbury? Bradbury was a lot of fun for the nation, One of the Tom. most uniquely Australian wins of all time. Maybe it was Patty Rafter, US Open, 99. Could have 98, been 98, rather. Could have been Pat. Could have come on maybe it was just maybe it's just Ricky Ponting rocking back and pulling. You know what else it could be? And we're talking about in a rocking chair and just having a wank. Yeah. It is, that is some great footage if you've ever been on YouTube. i tell you what else. Uh, every single one of Ricky Ponting's career runouts, if you want to go and watch an hour of footage on YouTube, yeah, it's there. Marinate that, nah, nah, please. Uh, that might be my favourite Australian sporting moment. It's a highlights package. Uh, uh, what about f- Jared Haynes' run to the 2009 Grand Final? Huh? Uh, some of the best rugby league ever played. Full stop. Joey's two thousand and five Origin return. Ah, huh? uh, oh, when we put like thirty six on him up at Suncorp game three. After being one game down, Kamali throws the intercept in game one. Joey comes back game two and three, and we win. And win, bi- and win big. Win Tom. big. Dribbler. We won big. Uh, John Eels two thousand two lifting the William Webb Ellis. Sorry, that was 99. I'm talking about 2002 penalty goal. Oh, yeah. It wasn't that superb. It was superb, Tom. Maybe that's your favorite dribble. <laughs> I mean, really. Come on. Sharpen up. Sharpen up. But great question. Though, great question. Got, did allow us reminisce, but sharpen up. But just sharpen up. You know what sharpen I mean? your bib? Your bib feels like your bib's a little loose. Feels like that bib's a little loose there, Dribble. Because, I mean, obviously you got a bib on, but you need to tighten that bib. Tighten that bib up. Go on. Tighten that bib Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten her up, Dribbs. tighten her up, Dribbs. Can't, Dribbs. Can't, Can't Dribbs. can Tighten her up, mate. Can't, can you got him, Dribbs? Don't get him into it, Don't get into it. All right, I think that's us. Ta-ta. Could you two just not talk anymore? Partners and Dribblers, just need to tell you about uh, the number one Rosé ever created. That is uh, Big Day Rosé. Your boys here, obviously, Rosé Barons, amongst other things, this don't mind a rosé. Don't mind it. One that's Love light, it. in colour, dry and fuckable. It's very fuckable. It's up for it. You know what I mean? Oh, this, mate, the rosé's up for it whenever you want it. Well, type thing. The, the beauty of being a rosé baron is I've always got rosé on hand, which is nice. And I've always got a bottle in the fridge just getting cold as fuck. we have always got a bottle that's keen. Keen as. Giving me eyes. Yeah, yeah. And Fuck me eyes Yeah yeah Real fuck well, me drink eyes me A eyes. lingering stare Yes And had friends over the other night And obviously I was like I slipped a bottle out for everyone Getting stares getting yeah, I was getting stares It was sort of like Whistling at me from the fridge <whistles> Got out there Ripped the top off it And we all enjoyed it And I'm just like Jesus dude Like they're just A rose doesn't get better Still rose drinking season 2 it's In so- earnest Oh god yeah It's shit fucking hot on. as shit 37, 38 They're talking 40 this week mate 40 degrees. Tell me that's not rosé drinking season. It is. If you Come haven't on. Got any, if you haven't got any, get some. Get some now. While the getting's good because the getting won't be good for much longer. shop. Big Day Rosé. Get You're it. welcome. Get it down. You go.